This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. Hey, this is Inez from Death Cult. You're listening to Mosh Pit on Zen. Inez is a guitarist and vocalist for Brisbane shoegaze band Death Cult, who are releasing their debut full-length Auras on June 30th. They'll be touring Australia through July and August, playing in Melbourne at the John Curtin on the 16th of July. Inez, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Now let's go back to the beginning. How did the band start? Uh, so... A bit over two years ago, um, we all sort of started jamming together. Uh, Stevie, the other guitarist and sort of main songwriter, reached out to a bunch of us. Um, we were all playing in different bands at the same, like in Brisbane, and yeah, he just decided to put us into a room, and he had this vision of sort of what he wanted, and yeah, we all got in there, and it, it clicked. <laughs> so it was kind of lucky. <laughs> Difficult. Who chose that? How did you kind of come up with that? How does that all work? Um, we spent a fair bit of time kicking around with names, um, and nothing was really happening at the time. We had Tony Abbott in, um, as our prime minister throwing around the term test cult. I don't know if you remember that. Um, and we just thought it was completely ridiculous and, and kind of messed up. Um, and it kind of worked with the fact that we are a very loud band and have four guitarists, so we thought Death Cult could be a kind of a cool thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where it came from. Let's go to the album. How did you write it? You said that Stevie's your main songwriter. Is he? Does he write all the music? Do you collaborate? How does it all work? Yeah, so there's a few of us um, who have written songs on that one. Um, I wrote a couple... Uh, Sean, our previous guitarist, wrote a few as well. Um, but Stevie is definitely uh, the one who brings in the most. Um, and it's, he's uh, certainly more organized than I am. <laughs> I kind of just bring in ideas and, and we go from there, whereas he will bring in a sort of full demo and um, and we can kind of nut it out that night. Um, but in terms of writing, we had the record kind of done... Um, uh, November, not last year, but the year before. So we started recording then, uh, and it's just been it's been a bit of a mission to it. Um, we first of all uh, recorded it all ourselves, and then took it to our friend Cam Smith, who recorded our demo, um, the one before this one. And uh, yeah, we just we couldn't get it to the point where we liked it um, after many many mixes and trying different things and. We think Cam was unhappy and we were unhappy and we just decided to scrap it all and start again. Hence why it's taken a bit to get it out. <laughs> so, yeah. What's in this release, the one that's coming out June 30th, that wasn't really captured by your previous effort? What, what is it you were looking for that you found? Um, I guess, like, we... I, in my eyes, I think we kind of rushed it. We had the songs ready and um, we all went in and sort of just played them rather than actually knowing exactly what we were doing. So, when, And for a band like us, it's kind of really important that we have all of our sounds right. When you have four guitars on stage, you don't want them all to be sort of um, just meshing with each other or turning into a pile of mush. So I think we just needed to 
refine what we were doing and get our performances right. And so then in the re-recording stage, you know, we tried a bunch of different amps and pedals and, and we just kind of had everything down a, a whole lot better. Um, so, yeah, it was a, a timely experience, but definitely worth it to get to the end and be happy with what, what we've got. So. With your band, you mentioned a couple times four guitarists, which I'm amazed by. I think you're the first band I've interviewed, which has more than two, I guess. How do you get that sound from all the guitars, as you said, you know, sort of becoming a big mess? And how do you, like, figure out, oh, I've got four guitars, you need them all to sort of do something. How do you get them all to do something and it's not all them just playing one note along with each other? Yeah. Yeah. Um... It's really, like, it's quite interesting how much time we spend on this sort of thing. Like, in the writing stage, we kind of, you know, there's Kelly and and Matt who kind of play most of the leads, um, and then I would say Stevie and I are sort of the rhythm, but even now we're going more, like, less being rhythm guitar to more sort of atmospheric um, guitar. So it's kind of about filling these different spaces within the spectrum, I guess, and making sure that when those leads are happening that um, nobody's overtaking each other. Like, it's quite respectful in terms of what we're all doing and and how we can support each other in our sounds and and how we make it all work with each other. Um, So, you know, we might have rehearsals where we just go in and, and, I mean, Stevie's coming in every week with different pedals to try out and Matt's still bringing in different pedals and we're all still, like, trying to find that perfect sound, I guess, and trying to find what works with each other. So it is a lot of thought that goes into it. I, I can't imagine us just standing on stage and, and plugging in and just blasting people. I think it, it just wouldn't work. So <laughs> I'm glad we're, we're, yeah, still trying. And, yeah, I think we... we we're pretty much there, but it's nice that we still uh, keep trying new things and keep going for different sounds too. With your writing, you personally, so let's say you, before you get to the band and sort of say, I have these ideas, where do we want to take them? How do you personally write music? How does it work for you? Uh, honestly, it's just like sitting on the couch and playing guitar. <laughs> um, and if I find something that I like, then um, I might you know, just demo a riff or I might try and fill out the whole song. Um, but typically from there, I'll just send the demo to Stevie and he'll workshop some ideas and turn it into sort of a more full demo. Like, he's really incredible with kind of um, popping out demos that could probably be released, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, uh, so um, I send it to him and then once we've kind of got it sounding a bit um, fuller, we take it to the rest of the band and we can kind of you know, have the song kind of filled out by the end of a rehearsal. So it's pretty fast, but, um, yeah. In terms of my own writing, I'm, I'm quite a slow songwriter, but uh, Stevie definitely pumps them out fast. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, the vocal melodies, where do they come into the process? Mm, uh, recording vocals is, like, the last thing we do. <laughs> so we generally get all of the music down festival, um, and then Stevie will write a bunch of the lyrics before we start working on recordings. Um, and so, you know, for the past couple of records, I haven't known what melodies were or what lyrics were until we're actually in the recording stage. Um, so it's basically just going in and, and doing 
heaps of takes <laughs> um, to try and get them right. But I don't know, it kind of works because it's spontaneous and also maybe it's just, you know, a long time of listening to the songs and kind of thinking about what could possibly be in there. And Stevie will typically have his vocals down as well, so I can just kind of figure out what I should be doing based around those two. So, yeah, that's the way we do that. (laughs) For most vocalists, I think they write their own lyrics. And those two ideas of performing the vocals, writing your lyrics, kind of go hand in hand because you're sort of expressing certain ideas. How is it for you performing... Something that, I don't know, it depends on different people. It can be very, very personal, very intimate in a certain way. How is it performing lyrics which you didn't necessarily write? Uh, I think I can still connect with them. I mean, like, looking at how um, we've been talking about the record and sort of the ideas behind it, uh, Stevie and I are quite similar in our background. So we, like, grew up in small towns and those feeling is feelings of disaffectedness and, like, the same sort of themes are, you know, quite strong in both of our histories. So I can certainly relate and, um, yeah, get behind the lyrics. It's not like they're alienating in any way. Mm-hmm. And personally, I really struggle to write lyrics. It's um, one of the hardest parts of music, I think. Um, so it's a little bit of a, you know, breath of relief for me that I don't have to, you know, don't have to labour over them. But um, I would definitely, like, for the next record to start contributing a bit more in that area. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still really good. <laughs> One thing I noticed comparing your uh, demo EP to this album was that you sort of branched out a bit in that you didn't always have those lovely vocal harmonies. I think it was Auras, Beginning of Rubik's and Here Be Death, where you sort of either yourself or Stevie sort of struck out on your own in little parts. What prompted that choice? How did those come about? Uh, I think with those tracks, they just didn't lend themselves to having both of the vocals. So we we tried them out and just things weren't working. So it was kind of like, okay, well, we're not going to use that there. Or, okay, we could try something different here, but it's still not working. So it was really like, we did record a lot together, but um, it was a lot of sitting back afterwards and going, that's not right, or maybe we should try this, or maybe we should do this. So, yeah, we just kind of decided that um, those ones should be left by themselves because nothing was really working. And I think it was for the best. Like, but, I mean, it's up to the listener what they think as well. Um, yeah. One thing I really loved about this album was how varied it was in a certain sense. You got more lighter tracks like Echoes and more heavier tracks like Judy. Where does mm-hmm. that come from? Is that influences from you guys sort of filtering through or is it just the fact that this kind of category of music lends itself to be very varied because it incorporates very different aspects of sort of this musical spectrum? Oh, I think, yeah, you're right. The style of music, you can kind of... Um borrow from so many different genres and, and mesh them together to still make a com- like a cohesive sound, I guess. Um, but also I think it's the, like, the influences of the three different songwriters as well. So for Sean's songs, they might have been a bit heavier or, you know, there's one that's a more, way more Britpop. Um, but that being said, even when you put them within the mix, like, it's not just the solo songwriter's ideas, like, it's 
throwing them in between a group of people who then make them work. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely uh, moved. It's moved and it's grown from what we were previously doing, which is really good to see because <laughs> um, it's bad to be stagnant. But um, yeah, and I think that's the beauty of the genre as well is that you can try those different things and um, and still sound like the band that you are as well. Let's talk a little bit about your live shows, your upcoming headline tour. How are you feeling about that? Are you excited, nervous? How, how are you feeling? Oh, super excited. Yeah, cool. we've never visited Adelaide before, um, so that's really cool. And um, there's a bunch of bands there that we're really excited to see as well. And the Melbourne show is just amazing. So, yeah, and yeah, Brisbane. Um, Sydney is going to be amazing and Newcastle as well. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, we, we don't typically get out on our own tours um, very often, so it's excited to exciting to take the record out and also to play with all the, these amazing bands as well. I haven't seen you live. I'm hoping to when you come to Melbourne. Um, it's very shoegaze, noise rock, those kind of bands have tended to get a reputation of being very plonked in one place. How do you approach a show? What do you try to do when you're up on the stage? Uh, well, mostly not get hit by other guitars. But <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, like, I, I'm kind of a bit... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not the most confident performer. Like, it's still a bit... I still get very nervous when I'm playing in front of people, but I, I don't think that we're the most... You know, um, we, we definitely have some movement about us. Um, but, yeah, it depends on the size of the stage, um, how we're going because <laughs> there is so many of us. That, oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know. <laughs> on a small stage, you guys might struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of sort of bopping of heads and, you know, lifting of guitars around each other. But I think on the curtain, we should be comfortable, comfortably... <laughs> out there so yeah you played support for Alsace who's probably one of my top five favorite bands I saw them out yeah. absolutely amazing how, how was that how, how was that experience how, how did the show go up in Brisbane oh amazing yeah like I think everybody in the band was just blown away by how incredible the the sound was and 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 they were especially for such a small band as well to get that sort of depth in sound and they were all super sweet as well and I love Life is Noise so it was just a bit of a dream show really yeah it was super cool I want to ask you a couple of questions about you personally um, when did you first start listening to music? Oh um, I was quite young my parents were really into music they'd love to uh, you know listen to music quite loud when we were growing up so um, I would say like you know probably my first memories so very very young three or four remembering listening to music um so it was always kind of there uh, growing up hmm. yeah when did you first start listening to music in the category that you now play in uh to shoegaze sort of stuff yeah that kind of um, stuff uh maybe like six years ago or something like that um yeah I wasn't hugely I'd never really listened to My Body Valentine before Hence, like just because of the name, I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is this emo band or something?" Um, and then I, you know, I heard Loveless, and it just kind of put me on a path, I guess. Yeah, felt a lot, felt a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, when did you first start singing? Um, 
singing in bands was only maybe 10 years ago, um, just doing backup vocals. Um, and then uh, I was in a two-piece band where we sort of sang um, together uh, maybe six years ago, yeah. When did you first start playing guitar? Oh, <laughs> um, maybe maybe like 14 years ago, <laughs> but not properly in a band uh, until about 10 years ago. I played bass in bands before that, yeah. Do you have any favourite bands or albums? Oh, um, I can't even think off the top of my head what that would be right now. No, that's all right. I guess I just said, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love Devo. <laughs> um, love My Body Valentine. Um, uh, I mean, lately it's like Trolla Blip or The Stevens. Um, yeah, <laughs> that will do for now, I guess. <laughs> Def Cult, they're releasing their debut full-length auras on June 30th. They'll be touring Australia through July and August, playing in Melbourne at John Curtin on the 16th of July. Inez, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on SYN 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream SYN 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Tomato from Flashgun Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls School. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is Gary Oldman of the Misfits. Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Moshpit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Raoul from 1449. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Tips.